everyone. This is Ashley Ellenboss with Sky House Herb School at Apothecary. And today I'm going to show you how to make flower garlands. Now, you might be wondering, what is a flower garland? So a flower garland is a, an arrangement of flowers that we use to decorate either deities, which might be figures that we worship or figures that uh, hold a deep place in our spiritual practice. We can also make garlands to adorn ourselves. Typically, you don't make garlands for yourselves. Usually, you give them to someone else. So it can be a nice activity to do with kids. And then you can make garlands and place them on one another. And it's really, I find that making garlands is a very meditative and a very spiritual practice. Uh, you connect with the beautiful element of nature in the flowers. And you also get to work those creative um, ideas and inspirations as you make them. So I'm going to walk you through step-by-step step how to make garlands and then what to do with them. I'll give you some examples of how to use them as a spiritual offering. I did want to say that in the practice of bhakti yoga, which is something that our family practices, um, garland making is a big part of how we worship. And so in the practice of making garlands, for example, in some of the temples, women sit around, usually it's women, but men can make garlands as well. And they sit around and they talk and, uh, you know, they talk about their lives, catch up, they make the garlands, and then they give them as offerings to the deities. And again, it's just a way of, of saying thank you. It's another practice of gratitude, both for you know, God, the creator, and also for the earth. So first let's talk about how we do this. And the very number one thing you have to do is you have to know how to choose the right flowers because not any flower can work. What you'll need to find is flowers that have a very thick base. So this is one of my favorite flowers to make garlands with. And this is a marigold. Uh, I grow these in my garden, tons of them. And these are really nice because you can, I'll show you the different ways of threading, but you can thread them through this thick part here. You can also thread them through the long area. So those are the two different ways and I'll, I'll give you, I'll show you how to do that. Um, and then you can use any other flower, but you have to again, make sure that it has a pretty thick base because if you have a flower that doesn't, it's gonna fall apart <laughs> uh, when you try to string it. So that is the first one is choosing the right flowers. And I would strongly encourage you to grow the flowers yourself. And you don't have to have a lot of space to do it. You can grow them in pots, marigolds especially. They're called pot marigolds for a reason. So they grow really easily. There's different colors. So I grow both an orange and a yellow variety, although you, they don't look too different in this light, but this one is very orange. This one is very yellow. Um, and let's see if maybe down here. Yeah, you can see the difference better down there. Um, and then, you know, also mums, which this time of year, uh, we planted some mums in pots and those work really nicely. And then um, zinnias are one of my favorite flowers and they also will be really nice in a garland. So those are some ideas. I also often use roses. Uh, our roses are sort of at the end of season. So it's nice to have a variety of flowers that you plant because they will all, um, you know, they flower at different times. I also grow calendula, which is a medicinal plant that's used for the skin as a lymphatic 
uh, mover. And uh, this plant also, any really plant in the aster family, dandelions work well. So you can just use wildflowers that grow around you. Um, these work really nicely in a garland. So that's the first step is identifying uh, which plants you're gonna use and then uh, cutting them. The next thing you're going to need are need is your supplies. So you're going to need a nice sharp pair of scissors. I have a pair that I only use for my plants. You'll need some type of thick thread. I use an upholstering thread. It's like just thicker than your basic mending thread has a little bit of a coating on it and then needles. And so um, this is uh, just my little sewing box my grandmother made for me about 20 years ago. Um, and then I just have my little pin cushion. And then the needles you want to use, they can't be super thin. And I'm making pretty small garlands. If you're going to use really big flowers, you're going to need to use a much wider gauge. So these ones are, are uh, let's see, a one, a half, these are a half um, gauge. So, um, and let's see here. Yeah, nickel plated half gauge. Um, so you can just take a look here, nothing special. It's just a needle with a, a little bit of a thicker one. So these are the things that you're gonna need to get started along with flowers. The next thing you'll need to do is trim your flowers. So you'll see here, I have a zinnia and uh, you know the zinnia has a stem on it. So you are gonna want to trim all the way down to the base with all of your flowers. You don't wanna have any of the stems on there because you're gonna be threading through that. And it also, if you're gonna be threading sideways, it's just gonna end up looking a little bit clunky. So go through all your flowers and trim them like that. And then that will get them ready for the next phase. So the next thing is your method for how to string them. And here I have my needle and my thread and I've tied a knot on the end. This is just a sample. I'm not gonna actually use this. So I'll show you a better way of doing this in the next time. But I wanted to show you the two ways of stringing. And this is gonna give a very different look. So I've cut all the ends off of my flowers. Now, if I wanna have the flowers stick out like this on the garland, then I'm gonna thread it through the side. So I'm gonna take it like this. I'm gonna put it through the side in the thickest part, pull it through, and then the flower will show up when it's hanging. It'll hang down, but you can always, you know, it'll hang a little more to the side. Now, the other way of using, of stringing it is to string it from the bottom to the top. And I like this a little bit more. It just looks a little more clean and it allows the flowers to stack on one another. So if you can see here, this is a little bit more of a traditional. So you can have this. The nice thing about these, um, you, know, you can use these different techniques. So for example, you could string several around in that first way, right? Like around this way, you could do several and you could make sort of a ball, right? And then tie it off. Or you can string it this way and have them more of like a traditional garland. So let me just do a few more so you can see kind of what I'm talking about. So I'll take this, I'm gonna put it through the base, up through the middle, like so. So you can start to see that it's starting to look like a garland that will hang. So those are your two main, main types. I'm gonna take these off 
I'm going to make a longer one now to show you another technique, uh, or actually the, the real technique of making them. So I am going to take a knot and make a loop. That way I can tie this into a necklace. So I'm going to just take a loop and make a knot. It's actually a slip knot, but um, I'm not gonna let it slip. So I'm just making a ring and tying it off like this. And then that way I can take the other end, tie it through and I have an easy, easy loop to attach it to. Then I'll take my needle. I will take a moment of gratitude for my eyes and eyesight to be able to see this tiny little hole and hopefully get it through, which I didn't do. <laughs> this is, you know, the practice of, of uh, garland making is humbling and clarifying in so many different ways. So, so you'll have to, you know, take, take your time to get that through. And I'm even gonna trim it off a little bit because sometimes you need a fresh start. <laughs> I'll take a fresh start. And there it goes. Okay. Now I'm not going to loop it all the way halfway. I'm just going to loop it maybe about a quarter of the way through. I'm going to pinch it here. The next thing that is the most important is planning. You know, a garland typically doesn't turn out very well if you don't have a good plan in place. So I'm going to change my camera angle here so that you can see the flowers and we're going to plan it out. I'll set my string over here. So the first thing I want to do is identify my focal flower. So what is the flower I want to have at the base? You know, so I'm going to be making a medium sized garland and I want something really pretty and showy. So I'm going to look at my zinnias and see which one I think is going to be the nest. I think this one is really pretty. So I'll take this one. This is now going to be my base flower and maybe I'll do it this way so you guys can see it better. So this will be the base, like my head flower. Now I'm gonna arrange them exactly the way I wanna see them on the garland. And so I wanna find flowers of equal size because I want it to be as symmetrical as possible. So I'll do those two yellow ones and then I'll take an orange one about the same size. These are, it's not about the same size. Let's do this one and this one. Then I'll take in one of my mums here. Actually, I'll do this. I'll do a mum and that'll look nice. So this process, you know, there's a lot about refinement and this is much like the teacher of Mercury when Mercury's in retrograde is like, you know, you have, a, you have an idea and then you just keep revising it and it's okay. It's okay to revise your ideas. Let's see. These ones are really pretty. These are my um, calendula, where's my other calendula? So I'll put my other calendula here and another mum and another, let's see, I might borrow one from the one, <laughs> this one that we have was my practice one because I want them to be about the same size. And then I have my black-eyed Susans. They might be pretty actually here. So I'm just gonna play with the design. You know, it, it doesn't have to be perfect. This one's so pretty. I wanna put it 
Hmm. Put it to the side. I'm not sure where it can go. And then I have these little flowers. They wilt so easily, but they're such a pretty color. So I might just take one and put it here and here, maybe one here and here. And we're coming on the, the home stretch. And the marigolds again, they're just, they're, they, one thing about selecting your flowers as well is that you do want them to be fragrant as much as possible. And marigolds are very fragrant flowers. So they're really nice. And I'm just pinching the ends too. You can do that if you have nails. And let's see, here's another marigold. Let's switch out this one and this one for symmetry. And yeah, let's see, how am I feeling about this? I think this is pretty nice. One, two, three, and one, two, three. So this will be about what it looks like when it's done. Let's clear away all the ones that didn't make it to this particular garland and put those away. So now I've got my space, I've got my setup. Um, make sure my string is gonna be long enough because that's always a bummer and it's not. So uh, let's see, is it? It's gonna be close. I might have to take off the last flower. So I'll go ahead and do that. You do wanna measure that out because if you run out of space and it's not symmetrical, it's not quite as good. All right, so now I am going to imagine I'm gonna bring this thread all the way through. So I'm gonna string it in this order. So I'm gonna start with this one and I'm bringing it from the back to the front and I'm gonna bring it all the way through to the knot and I will just do that. Bring it all the way through. And I try to bring it right through the middle. So the needle's coming right up through the middle. Boy, I wish a good color for this because you can really see it against the background of my sweater. All right, I'm gonna bring it right through the base here, up through the middle of this beautiful calendula flower. And if the flower falls apart, I usually just scrap it and I try to find something else because once they start to fall apart, it just doesn't have the same beauty. And, uh, you know, they only last for a day anyway. So you might as well just really try to make it look, look good. I'm going to trim this one down. I'll just pinch it with my nail. So I just took the little end off. So it's easier for me to go right through the base. I'm going to go up and through. Here's my black eyed Susan. I'm gonna go right into that circle right there. You can see at the base of the stem, I'm gonna go right through the middle of the stem. If, this, if it splits a little bit, it's okay. It's just, if it starts to lose petals and fall apart, that's when you're like, uh, I don't love the way it looks. Okay, so I've been going back to front. Now I'm gonna go do two sides. So I'm gonna go now through the side here and pull it through. And I'm gonna do actually this one on the other side. So I kind of have one going on the inside and one going on the outside like that. So you could, cause I might change my mind right now and say, you know what? I'm gonna do a few more like that through the side. So this is how they make those really puffy balls of the, of the flowers is they just layer them up like this. And in India, they use really big marigolds. Like they have a super fluffy, big, dense variety. 
And that looks really nice. Okay, so you can see I just sort of created a little bit of a whirl there. Now I'm gonna go to the next flower and go from base through the middle. And I know you're probably like, okay, do I have to watch the rest? Yeah, you do, because something is about to change when I get to the middle flower. And also when I switch to the second side, something is going to, you know, we're gonna change our whole uh, approach. All right, there we go. So I've got almost, I've got half of it done. Now here I'm at the base flower. I'm going to take it from, I'm going to take the zinnia and I'm going to go through the sides. I'm going to go through the thickest part. And zinnias are really nice. They don't fall apart. They're very hardy flowers. So I'm going to take it through there and that way it's going to sit open like that. Now here's where we change. Everything's been going, everything's going in. So what I'm going to do is instead of going from base through the middle, I'm now going to go from the middle through the base, right? Because I want everything now, I want it to be symmetrical. So we have all the flowers facing forward. And so I want this flower to face in as well. So do you see how they're both facing in? I'm going to go to the next one, this little mum. I'm going to go from right to the middle of the flower and try to get right through the middle of the stem. Pull it through. You do have to be gentle with the plants because, you know, especially if you haven't picked them right away, they will start to, you know, they're alive. So they'll start to fall apart <laughs> a little bit in time. So now I'm gonna do that little whirl. So I'm gonna change directions and I'm gonna start to go sideways. And I'm going through the bract of the plant. That's the technical name for this green part that's at the base of the flower. So I'm gonna go through here. Because I changed my plan, I'm gonna go through my bowl and find a few more. Put them through. So I chose four for the last side. So I'm gonna do four on this side. And I'm gonna say, thank you flowers, you're so beautiful. What a gift. Now through this heavier one, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna go right through the front to the back to this black-eyed Susan. This is the Maryland state flower. So there's a good trivia if you didn't know that. Uh, right through, and you know, sometimes you miss the middle. So you, you kind of have to go a few times until you get there. Cause if you, if you go too many times, the flower falls apart. But if you're too crooked, then it doesn't sit nicely. So it's kind of that balance of how many times do you try? And then I'm gonna make sure I always have this little string out so it doesn't get lost. I'm gonna go through the middle. Oh, see, this little guy is falling apart. So I'm gonna pick another mum. Sorry, I went too, too many times, too many times through it. All right, that's better. Then we'll, Pinch off this part, go from the middle, through the back, pull out the short string. And we are almost done, my friends. I'm gonna do calendula, go through the middle, right up through the base. And then I'm just gonna double check. So then I have two more. 
two more marigolds. One. And oh, right through the middle. There we go. Two. Then I can pull my needle off. And I did have enough string. And now I've got this beautiful garland and you can see it's completely symmetrical. Well, mostly completely symmetrical. I think there might be a little bit of variation because of the mum size, but it's pretty much the same. Isn't it beautiful? I know this color is so, uh, the light's so bright in here, but um, so we've got that zinnia at the base and you can see that whirl that I made with those, um, the little petunias how pretty those are in all four directions, those purple ones in there. So then, you know, if you were wearing it, it would sit like this on you. And I'm gonna go ahead and tie it off. So I'll take the base string, thread it through the hole, pull it through. And then this is Lakshmi the goddess of fortune. She was one of my first favorite deities that I came to know. She's you know, very much associated with beauty and the divine feminine. Um, then I'm gonna just tie this on her. So I'm just gonna, this is a little bit big for her, but she's also the goddess of abundance and good fortune. So I'm sure she doesn't mind this oversized, <laughs> beautiful garland that she can wear. And, um, you know, you can put this again on picture frame. So, uh, you know, if you had like a picture frame, maybe I'll just show you um, what that can look like as well. You can tie it off and put it on the corner of a picture. Maybe somebody who you love to past, you may wanna just put that on a family altar. These were really nice for family altars. So this is her, this is Lakshmi wearing her garland and I'll just make it even always beauty is always symmetrical and then i can even put this facing forward a little bit for her so there's lakshmi and then if i had a picture of someone that i was a beloved this was a friend uh, a friend of mine drew this picture andrea she is a kids teacher of bhakti um she drew this for me and she's drawn so many beautiful pictures for my girls so if I wanted to do some prayers for her, let's say she's going through a hard time, I could just also place this on a picture that she drew. Let's make it symmetrical. Or I could put it on the corner like this and have it be something that I put on as a offering to her. Um, you know, if there's any other images of deities or uh, gurus, teachers, you know, you can always just place them around, um, place them at the feet of a deity or a, at the feet of um, someone that you are grateful for. So you could also just do something like this. And again, it's the practice is just as important as the outcome. So the thoughtfulness, the care, you can chant mantra while you're making the garland. You can sing, you can listen to music that really inspires you. Um, you can say prayers for the person while you're making them. So this practice is just so rich, so beautiful. And it's probably one of my favorite bhakti um, 
yeah, bhakti practices that I have right now is garland making. So I hope this was helpful. Um, if you have any questions, please place them in the comments section and I will try to get back to you and yeah, give it a try. Don't be afraid, you know, try to just make something, make it, you know, start simple. You can go to your flower store and, you know, again, just try to find ones that have that really good hard base and do it, try it. And my four-year-old makes them. Four-year-olds can use needles. You just got to show them how. So she uses a normal needle and she makes them. My six-year-old can make them. So it's just a really beautiful meditative practice. So let me know what you think. Please subscribe if you haven't subscribed. And I will see you. I'll be continuing to post different bhakti and spiritual ideas for you all on Wednesdays. So keep a lookout for these going forward. All right, everyone, take care.